This is the part where I say, welcome to We Like It So What. Back with another episode recording. I'm Jamal Murphy. I'm Eric Bethel. And I'm Terry Gravelin. So guys, how the hell are we on this uh, sweltering July evening? Sweltering. July. Yeah. Evening. <laughs> it's been it's been a hot one this week. Man. And it, the week ain't even over yet. Nope. Halfway there. 90 fucking degrees. 90 fucking degrees. Yeah. Oh, well. Thank God for AC. Ain't that right? Yep. Yeah, AC Slater. Def- yeah. Definitely my favorite character on Saved by the Bell. Oh, I thought it was after Christ. <laughs> yeah, that too. Terry, you all right? What are you doing over I'm there? fixing my mic. I thought it was I thought it was it was a okay. I was gonna say, is that what they call it now? Fixing my mic. Fixing your mic. Yet another euphemism for uh tugging on your member. Yeah. Yeah. Polishing the bishop. Yeah, he's doing the dick check. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so in case you're not aware, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we like it so what. That's one word. No spaces, no dashes. No semicolons. What, Eric, what are you doing? He's taking a dick pic. Taking a picture of the microphone. Oh, my God. That's another euphemism. <laughs> my, camera's, my camera's facing straight ahead, Terry. It wasn't Whoops. going down. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was facing, it was facing, facing straight ahead. It was facing yeah. straight, at, straight at the head. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this episode. Bastards. Yeah, we're going to cover a lot of bases on this one. First, second, and third. Yeah, so first of all, this past weekend, we had uh, the big UFC 251 on Fight Island. Yeah. Max was robbed. Yeah, hashtag Hashtag Max was robbed. robbed. Jinx. So Murphy shut the fuck up. No. (laughs) (laughs) I run this. So that was. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) He pulled a Stephen A. Smith on my ass. (laughs) Who? Me? Murphy said, this is my fucking show. (laughs) Or said, I run this. All right. Hey. He, he shut me the hell up, didn't no, he? No, you're all right. You're good. Damn. For right now. Damn. Yeah, for right now. But now shut I the can, hell up. I can, I can also cut his, cut his, cut his mic. Damn. <laughs> hey, cancel this transaction. Cut, cut my music. <laughs> so we had UFC 251 took place in Abu Dhabi on... Yaz. Island. <laughs> Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. A lot of hype, a lot of hoopla around that. Everyone was saying, oh, wow, UFC's back. It's going to be on an island. It's going to be great. But was it? It was. It was a UFC event. Indeed. If, if, if it wasn't for them telling us where it was, I would have thought they were in anywhere. Las Vegas. Well, yeah. The past Canada, few. Yeah. Brazil. Wherever past, else they fight. The past few events have taken place at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, which was kind of their safe haven away from, you know. COVID. But... Dana White was able to strike the deal, I guess, with the people of Abu Dhabi. Probably some rich oil sheik, whoever, some that Saudi a- prince. That Arab money. And his boyfriend. And was able to get the fight, you know, located to, you know, an island. Not necessarily a private island. I think a lot of people were under the, under the impression that it was going to be something like Bloodsport or Mortal Kombat. The quest. And it was going to be fighters, you know, on the island. And then Dana White was going to come in and say, so then when the fighter is about to get knocked out, he's going to say, finish him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that would have that been what happened. Yeah. But 
it was a UFC event like any other. It damn sure was. Yeah. So run, let's run down the card. Well, do a quick rundown of the card. So let's do a rundown. So uh, we're not talking about the Rock movie, though, are we? We could. We're talking about the rundown. I like the rundown. That rundown. Well, like we'll to have to save that for another episode. Okay. It's a good movie. Top ten. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I agree. Movies. Or as Tyrese just calls him, Rock Johnson. I'm like, what the fuck, Tyrese? Rock, <laughs> Rock, Rock Johnson. Johnson. So, first of all, we had Amanda Hebus. Not, it's spelled R-I-B-I-S, but she's Brazilian, so you have to have that, that H inflection. Mm-hmm. Uh, defeated Paige Van Zandt. Uh, first round submission. Now, I think this might be, it might be curtains for Paige. Only Van Zandt, as some people have called <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. <laughs> She had a long layoff because of injury and, and some enhancements. Yeah, and a few other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you noticed. This was her first fight back in the UFC in about 18 months or so. So, unfortunately for her, lost in first round submission. But I, obviously, she's still young. She's attractive. Very. She can go out there and pursue whatever ventures, you know, that may be presented to her. So I think she'll be all right, despite this loss. Oh, yeah. Should be good. And Pretty then we had... Uh, should be good. Yeah. Jessica Andrade and Rose Namajunas went at it. This is part two of their... Uh, what could maybe be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Nah. So you don't think so? Nah. Well, they're one and one now, so it could be... Got to finish it. Yeah. It's, it's done. It's two out of it's, three. It's finished. So Rose Namajunas defeated Jessica Andrade. Unanim- I think it was a unanimous decision. I think it was unanimous. Yeah, she okay. beat Andre. On Jessica Androgynous, as I like to call her. Oh, man. Sorry. Yes. She's we like it. So what? It's about to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. We're back on it. I apologize right quick. So we're back on the air. She <laughs> is a cut motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I would not want to get uh, no. into the cage. With the oh, size no. difference between them two in, in that favorite. It's great. I mean, looking at them two fight, you're, you're gonna you're gonna say Rose mm-hmm. is gonna get her ass whooped. Yeah. Ju- yeah. Judging by like appearances. Yeah, appearance. But yeah, but Rose tough. She was scrappy she as is. hell. She, she took a lot of damage, but she was able she, to pull through. She took that damage at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not. At, it was not at the beginning. So I mean, I mean, a third fight between them could go. I mean, you know. It could be up in the air. Yeah. The first fight, Rose was beating her handedly. Yeah. It's just that she slipped up and let Jessica get her hands on her twice because she slammed her twice in yeah. that way. The second time, she just didn't didn't fold right and ended up getting slammed on the fucking neck. And that was it. Yeah. She had to fight one. Jessica had to knock her out. It was the only way she was going to win that fight. And she did it. And I think something about Andrade, she's like, for her size, she's incredibly powerful. Yes. Despite her being probably one of the shorter fighters, she's one of the bigger fighters mm-hmm. in that division. Like I at, said, at, uh, she 115. is in excellent shape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So moving on to the first of three title fights. This is the UFC blowing their load yet again. <laughs> having three title <laughs> fights on one card. Yep. Therefore, every other card will be insignificant compared to these. Th- That's right. Compared to this one, 
So we had uh, Piotr Jan defeated uh, Jose Aldo by TKO mm-hmm. in round five. Now, I want to say, like, right, there was a moment in round five where I thought, okay, ref, this is now is yeah. the time to step in. Yes, please get in there, ref. He gave, he gave him ample opportunity. Yeah. Aldo was taking a lot of damage on the ground. I'm like, you know what? Now's the time. Yeah. Oddly enough, it wasn't Herb Dean in there refing that fight. (laughs) It was the new and improved version of (laughs) Herb Dean probably would have let, you know, Aldo slip into a coma before he saw, all right, he's done. He's done. That's it. No. No, you've been been all right. It it goes either way. Either Herb will let you take too much damage or he'll step in too early. You know, before you know your opponent's mm-hmm. going to do any actual it, damage. It's clear that this guy doesn't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, he sure as hell didn't, man. He's like, going to call the fight he wants to. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like at any second this rep is going to step in and yeah. end this shit. No, it nope. didn't happen. So we're just sitting there, it's like checking our watches. Like <laughs> he's fucking killing this motherfucker. Like ref, get in there. Yeah, a few more happen. seconds, ref. What are you doing, Riff? You just stand there. A few more seconds. What the fuck are you doing, Riff? Something very, there's always something very questionable about, questionable about UFC officiating. And uh, scoring. And scoring, which leads me to the co-main event, which is a rematch between Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway for the featherweight belt, 145. This is their second bout. So Volkanovsky... Claimed the title from Holloway, I think it was late last year. So this one, I think, was a little more in Max's favor. He was definitely, I think, definitely leading the rounds early on in one and two. No question. People like to say round three is a toss-up, and Volkanovski kind of took a little more control towards the end. But as far as it being a unanimous decision, I disagree with that. And I think the majority of the MMA fans out there are saying it Max Holloway was robbed. This may have been the robbery of the century. Yep. Yeah. Of the of the uh, of the year. No so, question. Would would they? Well, I guess I was going to say would they possibly run it back again, but I don't. I don't think so. I think as far as Volkanovski is concerned, he's probably done with it. Well, he's going to say that because he know he got away with one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. He's going to try to use that as look, man. I've beat this guy twice. I want to move on. Well. Of course you're going to say that because, you know, the shit went in your favor. But had it been the other way around, he would be crying for a rematch too. Right. He knows he would. There's always money in the trilogy setting up the third fight. But who, right. who would he fight next anyway? Who would be next up? It's a good question. As a 145, let me see. Let's see. You've got, I don't know. We'll have to look into that one, Terry. I have to look at it because I, I don't really – That's. Featherweight? Yeah, featherweight. I don't really know who fights in featherweight anymore, to be honest. Let's see. Well, Josh Emmett just had a win a few weeks ago, so he could be a contender at 145. You've got uh, Zabit Magomed Sharipov. You know, the, God bless you. The uh, tall, tall, lanky Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he's moving up the ranks, he could be a contender. I was going to say Cody Garbrandt, but he's at 135. So that would be a problem for Piotr Yan to sort out. Damn. Well, I thought he was bigger than that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure he probably walks around at a heavier weight than that. So moving on to the main event, we had Kamaru Usman 
facing off with Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> much hyped yeah. and much anticipation behind this one. The BMF champion. Yes, the BMF champion, Jorge BMF. Masvidal versus uh, the Nigerian Nightmare. I noticed there wasn't as as much of a MAGA spin that they could put on this one as they did with Usman uh, and uh, Covington. Co- Covington, yeah. Now, Masvidal, Masvidal is a Trump supporter, so there's that angle they could have played. Is he really a Trump supporter? I don't know. I mean, it could just be trolling just for I, I, I'm gonna publicity. be honest. I, I don't really believe it, to be honest. I mean... I don't believe it. I'll right. say it. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't believe it. If he is, he's not as outspoken about it as Kobe Covington. And we saw what happened to him. Yeah, it was very, right. it was very subtle with his uh, Trump support. Yep. Yeah, and very as, subtle. As, as subtle as a elephant in a china shop. Speaking of which, I was, I was on my way to work this morning. And then on the highway, like somebody was driving by in a Jeep. And then they had like a big Trump 2020 flag, you know, hoisted up. You know, on the Jeep as they were driving by. I was like, man, all right, there we go. Starting already. Yeah, it's a, a house I passed coming to work. They got a huge, huge banner <laughs> in their fucking huge. Uh, in they, in their yard. I mean, big. Huge. Trump, Pence. I, is it a Trump banner, uh, the likes of which we have never seen before? Uh, I would I would say yes. Okay, because you know, Dirty Donnie likes to say that a lot. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's it's like nothing we've ever seen before. It's the biggest, it's the biggest ever, biggest of all time. Somebody always complimented and said it was, yeah, of of how magnificent it is. Or right, people tell me they never thought it could be done, <laughs> but I did it. Only me, Trump. See, and I'm sure Dana White probably feels the same way. Those those guys are probably like, oh, they, oh, you know that type, bo- bosom buddies. Yeah, Dana White. Considering that Dana was able to put this card together and it has a, f- a few more cards happening after this, UFCs it was able to secure you know their own little private island. Of course they were. Yeah, so had to go to the. Them oil boys. Yeah. Oil buddies. Yeah, so they, they held this on. Yes. Island. <laughs> We're going to go over there. Yes, Island. We're going to take the oil. That didn't happen. Yeah. Because yeah, they, you know, he's in good with them too, the, the salaries uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So. So, yeah, with uh, Usman facing off with Masvidal, very decisive victory from uh, Kamar Usman. Pretty yeah, much controlled from, the, the entire fight. Samara Usman's fucking, feet. Yeah. Yeah, it was an uneventful fight, to be honest. But I, he, he, all right. That man had a game plan. Yeah. For yeah. a certain fighter. Uh, apparently so, and he stuck to it, and look what happened. Well, no. Just like Jorge Masvidal, he had to change his game plan up, too. Yeah, because originally. Everybody likes to say Jorge stepped up, you know, six weeks of notice. Well, Kamar Usman didn't have a full count for yeah, it was six days. Six days. Six days. I mean, he didn't have a um, a uh, attack plan for Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. He was training for a different kind of fighter. So yeah, originally, Burns. Gilbert Burns was going to face um, Kamar Usman for the featherweight. Ti- sorry, featherweight welterweight title, but contracted COVID. And I think one of his other one of the trainers in his camp also contracted it. So that put him out of the fight. 
thus allowing Jorge Masvidal to step up on six days' notice and put in almost the bare minimum of effort <laughs> against uh, Kamar Usman. But yeah, I think. But that's the thing. If you're if you're going in there, you're not going in there as a champion to get the adulation of the fans. You're not trying to get on the highlight reel. You're going in there to win. Going there to win. Yeah. And if you're Kamar Usman, you're going to win by any means necessary. And if that means hugging up against the guy, as some fans like to say, and foot stomping, wrestling them to the ground, controlling him, you're going to do whatever it takes to win. So I don't fault him in that aspect for going in with a certain game plan that allowed him to you know, that allowed him to maintain his championship. This is not boxing. Right. We we both don't share a similar similar them two um skill set. Kamaru Usman being a wrestler. Right. Jorge Masvidal being more of a striker. I'm not going to play to your strengths and I don't I don't expect you to play into mine. You know, so you know, I I don't expect you to just lay down and let me let, let, lay down and let somebody cover you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was see, a deep pull from something else yeah. inside. Just too. like I don't think Masvidal. Well, okay, he he may have um, wants him to stand in the middle of the ring and swing with him. Yeah, because he's got that you know backyard street fighter exactly. background, and when I say street fighter, I don't mean. I mean, he's you know been fighting in the back alleys, some and sometimes people's backyards, you know, brawling. Somebody's backyard. Yeah, we don't even think, know if they yeah. have permission. I, but I think there was there's a little bit of that that hype train because he got this quick knockout over Ben Askren. He won the BMF belt. <laughs> was coronated by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So people Rock Johnson, Rock. People are going with that <laughs> hype train, but. I don't. I don't necessarily, you know, get get the hype. But you know, it it because is because of the bad is. blood between the two. Yeah, and I think a lot of that started even when uh, Usman was fighting uh, Colby Covington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it started before that. Yeah. So I guess logically that will be the next, or possibly be the next fight. I, no, I would say maybe Gilbert Burns once he um, if, if recovers, he yeah. once he recovers from COVID. That would I be honestly the thought thing to it do. was going to do Covington Usman too. That would have been more of a box office attraction, I think. And I think that's another angle that people I think are going to go with now. It's I like, think hmm. Masvidal had more more heat with him. Really? Because of the whole uh, the the contract dispute with the UFC mm-hmm. and all of that stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Nobody, what the fuck, Covington doing right now? Oh, he ain't doing jack shit right now. Well, he's, I mean, looking for another training camp. Yeah. Probably still flapping his gums on Twitter. Oh, of course. As per usual. Did you, was there hardly even any mention of the BMF title Saturday night? A little bit. It was a little bit. Yeah, that, well, they, okay. yeah they showed a clip of uh, The Rock putting the title I on. remember that, but. But no, well, that's, the, that's, that's such a gimmick. That's it was. A gimmick. That's a well, gimmick yeah. title. It you is. Know, it's like, it wasn't a champion it versus is. champion battle. Right. Exactly. Well, it was, Type. but it was one of them is a, a legit belt, and one was just a is a made up title. Yeah, yeah it wasn't title title for title, t- for title. Win, winner take all. Yeah, ain't that how the hardcore title started too? 
No, that was just like a 24-7 thing. Yeah, which they then turned into the 24-7 title. Defended any any time, any place, anywhere. anywhere. But it, was, wasn't, it wasn't a real title at first, right? It was just, wasn't it just a gimmick? It was at first, then it became yeah. like a So maybe title. the hardcore, it might. But at the same time, I mean, the, the BMF title. If, you, if you're going to claim BMF. That title should be on the line all the time. Well, no, it ain't got to be on the line all the time. It's, I think but it should be. You can't say you're the baddest motherfucker, period, and you ain't fighting everybody there. I'm talking about women too. Yeah, well, can't have the, that. the BMF women's title. Yeah, they have to. Do well, it, it'd be, it'd be yeah. the BMB, the bad mother bitch. <laughs> mother bitch. Freeze, mother bitches. <laughs> but does that mean though that now that Usman has defeated? The, the BMF. He should have the he's BMF the, title. He's the BMF. He should be the undisputed exactly. champion. Though. Exactly. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean. If if, if, if you're going to have that, that BMF title and you lose, you are no longer the BMF. <laughs> no, you're not. You're just so, an MF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Kamaru Usman should be the new BMF champion. All the... Twitter, Twitter trolls and Twitter hacks, their heads Fuck will collectively explode. Fuck them. I mean, exactly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. It's entertainment. Yeah. You know? They, I mean, all right, I don't give a damn if you think he boring or not. The man still won. Regardless of what you think, the man still won. Yeah, he won. Toast stomps and all. Do whatever it takes to win. So yeah, we'll see what else the UFC has in store on yes. Island. <laughs> I bet Masvidal's toe was pulsating like Isaac Hayes on. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, yeah. No, that was Jim <laughs> Brown. Jim was Brown. it Jim Brown? Yeah, yeah it was Jim I, Brown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody touch my bunion, I'll kill you. Oh. <laughs> Split out them goddamn wing tips. <laughs> Damn. Ugh. So yeah. So okay. So moving on. Yeah, moving on. Eric, we got a couple of bits of news yeah. that we can use. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna show you my news. Okay. Show us your news there. Show you, show you my news. Um, rest in peace, Kelly Preston. Uh, actress, wife of the legendary uh, wearer of hair pieces, John Travolta. They've been married for 27 years. I, I didn't know they were married that long, but they've been married for a long time. So they were one of the few Hollywood couples who have managed to um, stay happily married for a long period of time. Or even despite that uh, scandal Travolta got in a couple years despite ago. Despite all that. Which, she she oh. stuck with him. Oh. Yeah. She, stuck, she stuck with him. And I didn't even know she had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So apparently it was she was fighting a – she lost her, her two-year battle with breast cancer. Um, fuck cancer, by the way. Uh, so, uh, yeah, condolences to uh, the uh, Travolta and Preston families. Kelly Preston's been – she's been around for a long time. Yeah. And even if like you don't know her name, you've seen her in a lot of movies. She has been around. She's What's the last it. thing she did? Um, I'm not sure. Check the check the Google machine, Murph. Okay, so Ooh, there we go. Most recently, she was in Gotti with John Travolta. Ah, there we go. Yeah, and then had a That's role right. in, I guess, a movie called Off the Rails. Which is currently in post production. Okay, so, so technically that would be the last. That will be yeah. last right. thing. Okay. So yeah, uh, rest in peace, Kelly Preston. Um, 
Terry, don't we have like a Gotham City Police Department show coming on HBO Max from Matt Reeves? That we do. Maybe this time it'll be Gotham done right. Maybe. That's hope. Yep. What's the scoop on that, Terry? Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. I'll do it. Well, fuck it. Do it. Um, <laughs> no word yet on whether um, Pink and Stink is Pat, gonna Pat is gonna be in it. Well, what? yeah, that's highly unlikely. But I mean, maybe because it's it's set in the same universe as the Batman. You don't think so? No. It could serve as it. Well, I think it's supposed to serve as a prequel. Okay, in that case, but it's no. not. It's you don't think so. In any degree. It, it, if it's a prequel, then it won't be Robert Pattinson. It'll be a younger Bruce, which more it depends than likely will be played by a different actor. It just depends on. Now, what if this is a series that is like a connecting thread between movies? So the Batman's released, this series is on the air, and it's like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's that connective tissue between movies so that it's happening in the same world, and you're filled in with characters that are part of the Batman. And, and maybe some of those characters will appear in the movie. We don't really know for sure. I, I'll say I'll say tentatively, I don't think he'll be a part of the show. But, I mean, we don't know, you know what kind of deals have been made. Like, right. we don't know if Jeffrey Wright is going to appear because he, he is currently playing Commissioner Gordon. We don't know um, if his character will be in the show. You would think he would be. Um, it's directed by the same people. Well, uh, Matt Reeves is behind it. Well, as, as Matt a, Reeves is producing, producing it. Yeah. It's involving um, the same But I'll I tell you what does give me uh, uh, hope about the show is that it's uh, Terrence Winter is going to be the showrunner. Yes, he's writing it. So once I heard that, I mean, I was like, I was already sold that Matt Reeves was developing it. But when I heard Terrence Winter was going was gonna to be the showrunner, I was like, I'm doubly sold because he wrote uh, showrunner on Sopranos. Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. He yeah. most recent. I think he wrote Wolf of Wall Street. So that dude's got some fucking pedigree. Um, do we know the date yet for Batman? The Batman. Uh, no date as of yet. Is it next year though? Right. Tentatively next year, but because this says, uh, oh, this is the Batman. I'm sorry. Won't hit theaters until 2021. Still no word on what day. Right. So it was October, mm-hmm. and then it got moved around because of mm-hmm. all these delays. Anything that's being shot right now, more than likely, is going to have its release date changed. Right. Because they typically will set a release date a year in advance, which I guess makes sense because you can go ahead and stake your claim to whatever that whatever that weekend or whatever that day is. But with everything going on now, it's everything is up in the air. I mean, we still don't know if we're going to see Tenet this year, for Christ's sake. Yeah, this is... so. <laughs> Time hasn't run out yet. Not yet. Now, all right, did any, either one of y'all watch Gotham? Yes. I watched, you know, small chunks of it, but not, not that's, the show as a whole. I think that's me. Yeah. I'm more like with Jamal. What did you think about it? I think for the most part, it was fairly decent in terms of them building the world, the atmosphere of Gotham, but I never jived with the idea of, all of these villains being a good 10 to 15 years older than Bruce and appearing before he shows up as Batman. It was to me, Batman is the catalyst for all of these other villains to emerge and, and do what they're doing. I also didn't like the fact that every single one of Batman's rogue villains was from Gotham. Yeah. 
So you mean to tell me everybody grew up with each other? This is like like Saved by the Bell. Gotham City. Yes, they, yeah. they all they all were right here together. They all seemingly know each other. All seemingly know each other. Yeah. That's the kind of shit you do when it's like, oh, I'm doing a, a fanfic high Gotham High story and oh look at Bruce Wayne's the big man on campus and then mm-hmm. Selena Kyle's the popular girl and all of a sudden. I think exactly. there is a story that's out there now that, that it, is it, that I, basically. I wouldn't doubt it. So what did you, how did you feel about Gotham? The show was a lot of fun to watch, but the, the whole villain of the week thing, it gets old fast. And that's because Gotham is what, 22, 23 episodes in a season. Yeah. You have to have so much filler and all this other shit. Whereas had it been uh, cut in half at least, right? A, a condensed season, you can streamline your storytelling a whole lot better. Uh, if you do have villains, um, you you would have you would have time to develop maybe one or two villains instead of like eight or nine at the same time. Yeah, that shit gets confusing. There's so much overlap. That's why I love the Netflix model between eight and thirteen episodes. Keep your storytelling concise and tight. Let's have one narrative or maybe two, but at least you can you can follow what's going on instead of all this shit that's going on in Gotham. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of them had backstories like Penguin's whole okay. whole long backstories. Here's what, here's but what's like good. you said, it was like it was like uh having the Rutler, you know. Right, um, working for Gotham PD, and then yeah. it's like that. Which it, that right there so didn't make sense to me. Together. Right. I mean, he was so it was so obvious something was wrong with this dude. Yeah. Right. Like you ain't got to be a Gotham police department uh, police officer to tell yeah. this motherfucker is. Dirty. You don't have, you don't have to be the world's greatest detective. Exactly. This something's wrong with this motherfucker. The front desk lady at the PD could have figured that out, but for what it was, I it was it was a lot of things I did like about it. It was well shot. It was. And I had to, I had to like, once again, not the biggest DC fan, but I had to pull back yeah. from that and mm-hmm. then look at it for what it was. And I was like, I appreciated it more. Now, I did like Jada Pinkett's character. Oh, yeah. Fish Mooney? Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I actually started liking her. Yeah. But um, this one seems to be Gotham the way... Everybody perceived Gotham was going to be. Mm-hmm. This is what it sounds like. Because it is shot around Gotham Police Department. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's going to have, because it's not a lot of details in this, but if it's going to be Jim Gordon. That was going to be my next question. Is it, is it going to be, I'll use, I'll use Chicago PD for an example. Like I, I love that show. Of course, Chicago is a big-ass city. You have multiple precincts, but it focuses on just on just this one precinct in particular and one team in particular. Yep. Which, all right. So you have like the guy leading the team, like in, in, in Chicago PD, it's Hank Voigt. He's the, he's in charge of uh, the intelligence division and he has his team of officers that work under him and they tackle the big shit. Yeah. yeah. And if and they have to work around the rules, they'll do it. And but it sounds it's, just it's, like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but they focus on just those characters. Need some water now. Yeah. Need a no, need good. some tea with some honey. I'm good. Um, like you like you just said, that's something else that we never really thought about. Gotham being a big a big city. It's a, yeah. It's always just Gotham PD. 
Right. You don't hear a certain precinct. Exactly. As far as I know, it's always just Gotham PD. Right. The 12th precinct, 14th precinct, yeah. you don't know. And I, I, Until and, you said that, I never really thought of it. Yep. So in, in big cities, that that's how yeah, it works. You have you, you, you have, have to. precincts. Yeah, you yeah. have to. That's right. So I mean, that's that was, that was going to is is. It needs to be specified. Yeah, is Gordon yeah. going to be a part of this? You know, or is it a different precinct? Mm-hmm. And if he's commissioned, if 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 he's commissioner, if it's running like concordantly with the Batman, if he's already commissioner, then it'll run out. It'll run out of police headquarters, not a particular precinct. Yeah. So. So how's that? Gonna, that's so how's that gonna another thing. Out? He is commissioner already okay. in the Batman, right? Or we don't know yet. Well, Jeffrey Wright was cast as Commissioner Gordon, but I don't even think it was confirmed if he's Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner so he may Gordon, still be like Lieutenant Lieutenant Gordon, Gordon yeah, or Sergeant Gordon. I wonder if I think I, I kind of like that though. Yeah, I mean, it's, I honestly, it's, it's the Gary Oldman approach in yeah. the in, in the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. He he worked his way up worked through the ranks. Way up. I, I do was, like that. He was Sergeant Gordon in Batman Begins, yep. Lieutenant Gordon in The Dark Knight. Yeah, and the mayor liked. His job so much, he just bumped him up. Fuck it, you're commissioner. He, he bypassed. Like he bypassed captain and chief. That's the chain of command. He said, "Fuck, you're commissioner." Yeah. So, we'll see. I, I like. I like that. Or depending on how long they want to, like how long the arc is going to be for the show, they could have Gordon gradually get promoted from within the ranks during, over the course of the show. You know, so we can kind of see Gordon's uh, uh, ascension. His his rise to being the commissioner, yeah. you know, and maybe have like season five or whatever culminate with him finally getting that title. But you do see him putting in the work that those ranks require until he gets up to commissioner. Yeah, because wasn't uh the Jim Gordon on Go- Gotham was always just a detective, Detective right? Gordon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, Detective yeah. Gordon. I think he I think he got bumped up to lieutenant, but that was it. Oh, in the finale that? that had to—I think so—the finale that had to wrap everything up with that fucking god in awful <laughs> bat suit in one episode. God, that was horrible. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. Everything, everything on that was was rushed. It was certain things, like I said, I did, I did like about it, but it was, it, I don't know. And then too, they have the, they have the benefit of playing around with lesser known villains if they mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. Depending on how, whatever kind of world they want to set up for the Batman, mm-hmm. if they want to make a "quote unquote" grounded, realistic take, then you're probably not going to see a Poison Ivy. You're probably not going to see Bane or and even Mr. if it Freeze is Poison Bane's Ivy, characters. it won't be like that Poison Ivy. Like I, it, it'll, it'll be Pamela Isley, but she'll be like a a florist or some shit like that. Who maybe she knows someone else, but I mean that's good if if you just see her. In just passing. for example, yeah, you know what I'm saying is or. Uh, they make mention of her. She was a botanist, right? Yeah, yeah, a botanist. Yeah. Um, they make mention of her or something. You know, kind you just of like how they stuff. how they reference Bruce Banner, Stephen Strange, and Winter Soldier. Yeah, right. just in passing. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't need to see like Poison Ivy. Like, right. I did like Zaz. I didn't like his character per se in Gotham. Yeah, but I, I liked it better the way they did him in like the Arkham game. You know what I mean? That crazy serial killer motherfucker, and that's. Yeah. That's I would like to see something more like that because I think that make would make for a better TV show than seeing a poison ivy, right? A killer croc. Killer croc yeah. actually could be pulled off pretty good on that show, as long as it don't end up like Flash, 
Right. Which I if this or is coming it, from it's HBO, more, it's more fantastical. Yeah. This you know? is if it's coming from HBO, is you know, it's gonna be some grit. It's, it's, it's got to be Terrence Winter too. Oh yeah, it's gonna be some grit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe finally, I can't. Maybe right. I can get a, a finally get a hush, live action. Yeah, we'll see. See how well uh, the Batman does when it hits theaters. I'm I'm slowly like I'm getting more hype for that movie, of course. Which we we talked about that. Yeah, I th- I'm I'm more hyped for the show now. That's fair. Yeah, hold that hype, Terry. As we're gonna take a quick break. Your hype, Terry. That's all hype. <laughs> it's all lies. Terry's, Terry's grabbing his crotch. It's all lies. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> Smoking mirrors. Dick with, check. With more, we like it. So what? Right after this. <laughs> And we're back with more. We like it so what? Hey, did I mention the uh, the Twitter and Instagram page? Yes. Did I? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you don't have to hear me say follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What because I already said it. That's where, true. Where, where, where would they follow us though? At We Like It So What? Oh, okay. That's yeah. is that the all name. one word. Yes, that's okay. the name okay. of the Instagram and Twitter page. Oh, okay. Yeah. And also, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. No no four-star review. That's no right. Four, yeah. no, no four-star. We want fives. All oh, fives. And leave, yeah, leave, leave us comments. Leave us comments on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you think of the show. Yes. The two people that do listen to it. Yes, that would help us out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> other, other, other than us. Yeah. Other than, than the, three, <laughs> the three of us. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, I actually put a... Uh, a post in the story, Instagram stories, just if people have questions for us, for the gang at We Like It So What, ask away. And I'll try to rebump that if I can. So, Eric, uh, you had some news on uh, The Wolfman? Yes, we do have news on The Wolfman. We're going to be getting a new Wolfman movie from uh, Lee Wanell, who directed, uh, wrote and directed the outstanding Upgrade. What? What? Upgrade. Okay, upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Upgrade. <laughs> An upgrade? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean fucking upgrade? How much? <laughs> okay. okay, what? That's, that's deep cut, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and he also most recently wrote and directed the, uh, the equally outstanding The Invisible Man for Blumhouse and Universal. Uh, so apparently with this new iteration of The Wolfman, which will be starring... Ryan Gosling, the uh, I think the first draft was written by I can't remember her name, but it's it's Jason Blum's wife. Jason Blum, uh, he runs a Blumhouse Production Company, and um, they they got Lee Wanell to sign on. And I think one of the stipulations of his signing on was he needs to take a a, a, a crack at the script. So he'll be doing that, uh, and he will also be directing. We don't know what his what his pitch was or what his take is going to be, but the initial take was that Ryan Gosling was going to be like a nightly news anchor, and apparently some shit happens and he turns into the the titular Wolfman. Hmm. And the question was whether or not there would be a scene of him doing a transformation on the air, which sounds pretty cool. Oh, like uh, howling, like, yeah, howling, exactly. uh, yeah, four? yeah, three. I can't remember which one. It's one of them. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking creepy. Yeah, 
That was back when werewolf effects were real as fuck. Yep. Yeah. Also known as practical. Practical effects. That's right. Still ain't got nothing on werewolf in London, though. American werewolf in London. Yep. Yep. The, the, that, the, the great Rick Baker. That transformation was. Oh, yeah. Now, we just recently got a version of The Wolfman starring Benicio Del Toro. Back in 2010, if I'm not mistaken. So now this new version, and I guess we can say it's not connected to the dark universe. There is no push, dark universe. Push that whole so thing the, to yeah, the they, side. They, right? they are just making standalones. Making standalones. That's all we need. Not connected, though. That's right. But could we go with the premise that it's connected to the Invisible Man? If they wanted to try to sneak that in there. I mean, the you he could be in it. Could. Yeah. Don't see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You're right, Terry. Don't see him. He is right. You can lie and say, there he is right there. Hashtag, where's the lie? <laughs> You're right. But I had mild interest when I heard Ryan Gosling wanted to, you know, take on the title role because he's one of those actors where, you know, he doesn't have to audition. He I, he's reached that that status. You know, if if he takes a part, it's because it's it was offered to him. You know, so and I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting seeing what he does with the title character. I'm even more sold now that Lee Wanell is is behind this because if you've seen Upgrade or The Invisible Man, and also keep in mind he co-wrote and starred in uh, Saw. Which is that's right. One of the biggest, uh, financially, one of the biggest horror movies, most successful horror movies of all time. They shot that whole movie in a warehouse in Toronto, Canada, for a million dollars, yeah. and it made almost sixty million dollars. Now, so given he, that he knows how to work within a budget. Given that, how will they create a Wolfman on a very what could be a limited budget? How do you do that and cut corners without it looking? Without looking phony in any way. I think you do a combination of practical and digital effects. Maybe they need to have like an actual wolf on set. They could. And I mean, kind of intercut between Ryan Gosling it, it and the would, wolf. It would, be, it would be, you know, pretty cost effective. But, I mean, you'd have to wonder, like, should we be doing this? I mean. And will, it, will it be like a lame really ass? need a wolf on the set. Yeah. Now, will, they, will he turn into like a, a, wolf? Wolf, a wolf man? Or he mm-hmm. just turn into a wolf, which I always think is lame as shit. When I don't. Do I don't like that. I don't were, like that either. Werewolf stories. I can't stand the ones where they turn into wolves. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Jacob from Twilight. Yeah, oh, that's not much sense. Twilight. Yeah. Or even Jack Nicholson and Wolf. Remember yeah, that? Wolf, yeah, he turned into uh, a wolf. Wolf man. A wolf man. Yeah, yeah he turned into and a wolf. looked pretty fucking scary. Yeah, he yeah. turned well. It's, it's Jack. It's yeah. Jack Nicholson. He looks, he looks fucking scary <laughs> as it is. That's back when Jack was kind of still in his prime. He still, this is, I think this was back in 94. He still looked pretty good. It's not, not like the Jack that we have now, unfortunately, where he is he's let himself go. But if you've Take. seen recent pics of him, he's, he's living his best life on his yeah. yacht and shit like that. Yeah, he was yeah. taking advantage of those courtside uh, Lakers seats. Oh, yes. Yeah. His, have you guys seen his son? His son looks just like strikingly him. like him. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, so before before we move on, to this I, I let out a tweet a couple weeks ago. Pardon, pardon me. I let out a tweet. <laughs> so when this news broke, I said we had some possible titles for this uh, Wolfman. We oh, could call God. it uh, the Place Beyond the Lupines. 
<laughs> we could call it first Wolfman, or they could call it half half Nelson, half Wolf. That's just in case they they need possible titles for this uh, Wolfman reboot, remake, remix, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's Mike. It's Mike Zone. <laughs> they're, knocking, they're knocking at the doors right now, <laughs> Mr. Murphy. <laughs> yeah, deep cuts. Those titles were because yeah. they were all Ryan, Ryan Gosling movies. Yes. I've only seen two of those. So I try to stay I'm, clever and only cut. I'm on not the sure cups. If I, seen I, I saw a Place Beyond the Pines. It was good. I thought First Man was very good. I have not seen Half Nelson. Okay. I haven't seen any of them. I'll, I, I'll just go up and say that. I also have not seen any of them. But yeah, what else? What in the news we got over there, EB? So there's a possibility that there may be a Schumacher cut of Batman and Robin. Uh, the late Joe Schumacher directed Batman and Robin back in 1995, and apparently uh, he shot a lot of footage. Uh, if you look at the Blu-ray, there are some deleted scenes. There is especially one deleted scene in particular where Bruce Wayne is literally face-to-face with a giant bat. Um, it looks equal parts cheesy and creepy as fuck. Yeah, because that motif is in there. The it's giant in there. bat kind of flying towards him yeah. in uh, Batman Forever. And I remember in some of the TV spots there was like maybe a second or two of footage where you see Bruce Wayne with his arms out and the giant bat with its wings out. And they're like, they're, they're face to face, you know, as kind if he's a bat off, a, a bat off, <laughs> bat, a bat dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bat, bat dance. Oh, off. Murphy. oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Keep busting. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> if you've seen the bat dance video, you know, what we're talking yeah. about. <sighs> But uh, but they say there could be a damn near three hour version of Batman Forever that is it goes into some of the darker elements of of what Joe Schumacher wanted to do. Now, of course, we saw what happened in Batman and Robin. There was really nothing dark about that. It was absolutely nothing dark about that movie. No. Now, it it got deep with, you know, the whole storyline of Alfred possibly dying. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Other than that, it was like watching the old TV show it from was. the 60s. But you go back and watch Batman Forever, you got, you know, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones fighting for the same gigantic same, piece same of ham room. sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Just chewing up the fucking scenery, playing essentially the same fucking person. Yeah. Like another version of the Joker, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love was Tommy no, Lee Jones. There was no Two Face at I, all in his, I, his performance. Well, there was no Harvey Dent. I mean that's what, yeah, what, yeah. what I'm saying. It was just, it was it was it, only two faces. It, it, yeah. was, it was the yeah. left side of the face. It was only one one side it. of his personality. That was it. It was yeah. Harvey Two Face, as they like to call him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Harvey Two Face. Yeah. I, I love Tommy Lee Jones, but what the fuck was he thinking? But see that 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 couldn't have been just you can't I can't blame him. No, you got I, I people him. around him that's like, do this, motherfucker. This is not the character. Yeah. yeah. Have you read any source material? No. Bitch, we should have kept <laughs> Billy, Billy, D. Billy D. Williams. He got paid more for not being in Batman yeah. Forever. They, 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 they bought out his contract. 
fuck, and, and that's got, what they get. Yeah, that bullshit yeah. right there. He got paid more for not being in the movie. I think it was a pay or play deal, uh, which is probably one of the best deals you can even get in yeah. Hollywood. Look, look at uh, uh, Denzel had one of the best and biggest deals for American Gangster. Oh yeah, there was uh, that was going to be directed by Antoine Fuqua, and it was going to be Denzel and Benicio del Toro. Oh shit! Yeah. But for whatever reason, and produced by um, Jerry Bruckheimer, I think. But for whatever reason, that it fell apart. Yep. Two years later, Ridley Scott gets involved. They rewrite the screenplay. Brian Grazer comes aboard to produce it. Denzel stays aboard because he had a pay or play deal, $20 million. And they bring in Russell Crowe. Denzel Washington got paid twice. Shit. $20 million. A piece. He got paid forty million dollars in total for American Gangster. Pay or play. Now I want to so see. That. I want to see this Benicio del Toro version too. So they backed the truck up with money to his uh, house. And he said, "Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, all right." I guarantee you, I'm mother fuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay. When I get finished with you, you got to spit a little bit when you say Shoot it. program, nigga. <laughs> 23 hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. Sorry. Went that was a that was a training day kind of. That was an awesome know, fucking movie. Fuck yeah, it was, man. Some so somehow we got off. We were talking yeah. about the Schumacher yeah. cut. Yeah, so the Schumacher oh, yeah, cut. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. So um there is footage Will we get that? Who knows? Because we got the Snyder cut that is actually happening. Then there's talk of the Ayer cut. Now, this is the age the Suicide of the Squad. Fill in the fill in the blank director cut. cut. But yeah. although the, the Ayer cut, I do want to see that. I, I, I only want to see it because I still don't think you can make that movie better. I want to see what is what his original vision of that movie was, yeah. minus the studio interference. Because keep in mind, his version of Suicide Squad was going to be closely uh, 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 tied into BVS and Justice League closer than what they fucking did. Okay, remember the, I, the party people—they were going to be parademons, and yep. they, they changed a bunch of his shit. But that's right, you did say that. Yeah, you did say that because I watched it week before last. I think I watched it again. God Almighty! Why? And Why, Terry? I was. Uh, <laughs> Um, to see Joe Kennedy's and and shit acting, that. and I thought about that when you said it. I'm looking at these <laughs> fucking monsters running around. Yep, it's like this was supposed to be goddamn paradigm. Yep, you guys think there is a uh, a singer cut of X Men? Happy anniversary, X Men! It's celebrated twenty years. Yeah, yesterday, twenty years. But one of the best openings of any comic book movie ever. But I will say, the, I don't know, sing. <laughs> Singer might have snuck in some some shit that was probably less than savory, given given his history, his very controversial history. Now, so no, I'll say no to a singer cut. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and no singer cut. No, Fox is like, no, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> no. You want you want a really you want a Ridley Scott cut? Cool, we got yeah, you. We got another heat a, on us. You want a Steven Spielberg cut? Okay, no problem. Brian Singer, no sir, no sir. No, Brian who? Exactly. <laughs> Never heard of him. They, oh, they they damn near Chris Benoit his ass. Speaking yeah. of that, I watched um, Days of Future Past mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Yeah, yesterday, yes, day for yesterday, Sunday. 
What's the day? Today is Wednesday. Sunday. Today is whatever day we want it to be. You're right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um. So we're clearly one, in control of the space-time continuum. We, are, we can bend it day, to our will. One day during the week. Yeah. I watched um, Days of Future Past again. Out of the those what four? The singer movies. I think I like it better. He did five. Five. No, no, I'm sorry. He no, did four. four. Yeah, four. He did four. Yeah, one, two, three, Days and four. Past <laughs> and <laughs> Apocalypse. Yeah. That's how numbers work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I like that one. I think I think that one. Then Days of Future. I mean, uh, First Class. Oh, in terms of just the X-Men movies yeah. in general. I got you. Fair? Out of the Fox, if you, you include the first ones too, then it'll be X-Men first. The Class. OG. Yeah. <laughs> the first X-Men? <laughs> yes, the first X-Men. Not, but not X-Men first class. Then it'll be Days X-Men, of Future Past. X-Men 2000. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, what it is. It'll be works. Days of Future Past. Okay. X-Men 1. Yeah. Then, then first class. <laughs> okay. You know which one is dead last? I I have no idea, but you know. Oh, you know. I don't know. You know. Deadpool. It better be X Men Origins the Wolverine. Exactly. Thank you very much. X Men Origins very much. The Wolverine? X Men Origins. I'm sorry, X Men Origins Wolverine. So they combined the first first two into one (laughs) movie. Whoops. Yes. We're in total agreement, my friend. Because (laughs) I'm gonna be honest, they would have made a better movie if they had them. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That movie is awful. Uh, so yeah so there's that what else you got up there in, in Newsland Eric so I've I've never seen any of the Fletch movies with Chevy Chase uh, and I know for years Kevin Smith was uh, supposed to do a reboot slash remake of Fletch uh, he's actually written a few drafts Kevin Smith sweet yep never got off the ground for whatever reason but apparently there has been some movement on a Fletch reboot starring John Hamm Thoughts, John Hamm. Yeah. Now John Hamm can do comedy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he can he do. Was he was on do, uh, uh, Thirty Rock, yeah. and yeah, he's a jack I of like all trades. Now. He can he can do it all. So we'll see. We'll see how deep into his comedic chops he can go. I'll give you my thoughts on it. Did you like the Chevy Chase ones? I don't. I don't think I've seen any of them. I've only seen, to be honest, bits and pieces because mm-hmm. uh, they used to come on TBS all the oh, time. I do remember that. All the time. Never seen it, but I remember those advertisements for Fletch. Yeah. Who was it that whose name was in the running when uh, a it, reboot of this was going to happen a couple of years ago? Idris Elba. No. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Fuck it. You can play anything else. Yeah, true. No, there was a... I'm trying to think if there was a name... When Kevin Smith was working on this, there was an actor who was going to be involved. It wasn't Jason Lee. Because I know he's done a couple of uh Are you sure Kevin it wasn't Smith Jason movies. Lee? It, might, it may have been. I think it was Jason I want to say it was. I think I remember that now. Now that you say that, I think I remember Yeah, because he's in Kevin Smith's, you know. His little circle of yeah, movies. Yeah, his, his universe of movies. Yeah, yeah, he's in all of them. Damn near all of them. Yeah, I think it was Jason Lee. I wonder would Fletch be included in that. If if Kevin Smith is writing and directing, yes. If he's a director for hire, which he's done maybe twice, no. Because every single one of his movies are connected, right? Yes. With with the exception of Cop Out. 
the one he did with Bruce oh, Willis and Tracy sh- Morgan. Sh- 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 yeah. Jersey sh- Girl. Was that sh- sh- connection? Sh- sh- yep. Was it? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you guys think John is going to ham it up in this uh, Fletcher for it. Yeah. Uh, and that's ham with two M's. Ham it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the door wide open for Yep. He's gonna go. He's gonna go ham yep. on this uh, Fletch reboot. Yeah, we we let him and all the flies in. <laughs> Jamal has a doggy door. You ain't even gotta open it for him. He coming through yep. the flap. I, yep. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I go through the dog door. I don't go through the regular door. Yeah, so I go through the flap only, <laughs> and that ain't the only flap. You want <laughs> Flaps plural. All right. So we wrap this up. Uh, Eric, you got any more news over there we can uh, use? Yeah, we got one more tidbit. Apparently, Gal Gadot also known as Wonder Woman and my wife, uh, mm. has inked a deal to star in a new spa thriller from Greg Rucka, who wrote The Old Guard, which premiered on Netflix last weekend. I still have yet to see that movie. Yeah, I'm going to try to watch it tomorrow. Um, there is, I think it's currently untitled, but you give me Gal Gadot in some spa shit, doing action, kicking ass, I'm there. Yeah. It's going to be Netflix? Uh, it has not been said if it's going to go to theaters or streaming. I don't have that information. So Red Notice is still in the works, right? It's, it's still it's, on its on its way to Netflix eventually. It will be. It is a Netflix production, but it's currently on hiatus. I think. What is were, that? Uh, it was the uh, the big movie with uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. They were shooting in Atlanta. They were halfway through production until the pandemic hit. They stopped production, so I think they're still on hiatus unless they started production recently. Because I'm not sure if Georgia is a big hot spot. I know they have restarted some productions um, throughout the country and throughout the world. But because they recently started production on Uncharted with Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. They, they started that yesterday. They should have left so, that Uncharted. I thought they had canceled that. No. They said go? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, they yeah. should have left that Uncharted. Seriously. You know what? It could be good. I was going to say, you know what? You don't think it'll be good, Jamal? It's like if you made... Explain yourself, sir. Yeah, it's like, okay, if I made a Super Mario Brothers movie, like a brand, a brand new one, but I'm focusing on Mario and Luigi in high school. Not as like at Mario and Luigi as we know them. Plumbers established and all that. Let's go back to the early days. Well, it could be in plumbing school. In plumbing. I guess there was a such thing. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is. You, well, I mean, yeah, some, some, take some seminars. I guess. You know, you, you know got to go I, to some kind of technical school. I guess in this case, it'd be via WebEx or Zoom or some shit. Right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I is, that, that. is that what this is? Don't know. Yeah, it's Nathan He's Drake. He's in high he, school? No, I th- it's like it's a younger version of Nathan Drake. I guess they want to try to make it a long-running franchise. Well, it's, so. nothing wrong, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. I that's, mean, the, that's the way to do it. Get Tom while he's young. Let him grow yeah. into the role. He's, I mean, uh, sounds like it's going to be like Tomb Raider in that regard. It, it could be better. I think when you think of Uncharted, you think of Nathan Drake in his prime, let's say in his mid-30s. You, you and you also think of Nathan Fillion playing yeah, Nathan Drake. You don't think of it as a dead ringer for him. Tom Holland. You don't think, I, 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 you don't think Spider-Man. That. I understand that. But hey, I don't, I don't control the shit. It's franchise it. potential, man. Look, everybody has a franchise or two nowadays. Tom might, I mean, he might bulk up a little bit for this. And and he's a not only is he a really good actor, but he's very committed to any role that he does. But the only thing is, is that would suck for him to play Spider Man. Why? So he would have to slim the fuck back down. 
Yeah. So it they depends, still got depends that. Depends on how much he, yeah. how much weight he put on to play Nathan Drake. He might not have to change too much at all, really. I think he'll still use that same American accent he uses uh, in every movie. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But Sorry. we'll see. They they started production yesterday, so we'll see what happens. I did not know. Yeah. Because at first I thought they were gearing up for the third Spider-Man movie, which is it's in development. Yeah. Because he um, he posted an Instagram video of him taking his uh, his COVID test because he was gearing up for a production. I was like, oh, Spider-Man. But nope, it's Uncharted. So apparently they actually were farther along in that development than we thought. Mm, okay. Yep. Well, damn. There you go. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see what develops with all of this news in the coming weeks and months. Hopefully nothing shuts it down. But, yeah, we'll see. Let's hope. I guess we'll see what we'll see. <laughs> Won't we? Won't we? So, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of We Like It So What. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. So keep up with all the latest news everything that's going on in We Like It So What world. So for the guys that We Like It So What, I've been Jamal Murphy. Okay, sorry, I'm not going to cut it off. So yeah, I've been Jamal Murphy. I'm Eric Bethel. And I'm Terry Gravely. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, I cut your mics a minute ago. Son of a bitch. I, I, I hear me talking. I'm just Can't pull the wool over my eyes. Ah, uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, this has been We Like It, So What? And we will catch you next time.